You're listening to Soul Vibes and Chaos. Best friends Carrie and Christina dive deep and tackle why their lives have failed to meet their expectations. What do you do when that college degree can't get you a job? Your best friend forever turned into your best friend until 30? Your knight in shining armor ended up being a fool wrapped in tinfoil. Where do you go from there? Join the girls each week as they discover what next steps they took. They hope sharing their own stories will give you encouragement and advice through your hard time. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Oh my, you asked me first. Yes. <laughs> Beat me to it. Woohoo. I'm doing good. I'm feeling pretty good today. Yes. Feel like I got my shit together, maybe. <laughs> Did a little dance. I'm like, all right, she's better. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit, guys. <laughs> <sighs> well, this week's been a little crazy. Really? Yeah, you know. It's always a crazy one when you start to realize the shit you can call out on your own self. Like, you know, like, oh, god damn it. No wonder I act that way. Self-sabotage. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Let's talk about that. (laughs) You know, we all do it, but what does it, like, actually really mean? Like, I feel like self-sabotage is something that can look so different to everybody. But recently for myself, I've realized that it's something I've done primarily in, you know, dating life, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you want to hope for the best. You always want the best, but you're always deep down fear-based. Living Do you in- have doubt? Yeah, you have doubt. And so I realized, you know, over the course of the last couple of months, I'm always like control issues or last couple of years, even, you know, dating, I've always had my walls up. Mm-hmm. I've always, you know, not let people really in, not opened up, not fully, you know, been vulnerable enough. To well, get this hurt. podcast you are. <laughs> <clears throat> I know, right? <laughs> but I've never really allowed myself to be vulnerable enough to the point where I could get hurt. And mm-hmm. never realized that that was essentially me self-sabotaging. How? Because I didn't want to get hurt. So it was like I was always in control of like, well, if I don't want them in really, then I can't get hurt. Mm-hmm. And when things are too great and it seems like it's going good, I'm like, eh, I'm just going to, you know, put my foot over here to touch this water and, you know entertain a few people i'm not gonna put all my eggs just specifically in the basket yet so like you're not gonna open up to them and be as vulnerable as you could be because if shit hits the fan yeah i'm fine you're you're like all right i didn't open up see look what happened yeah i feel like i i've done that so much and i never realized just the fuller picture of it or even when, you know, everything seems perfect, it's almost too good to be true. Uh, I always say that. And you're that. waiting for, like, the worst case scenario. Yeah, you're like, okay, so it's not happening yet? Hmm. Why isn't it happening yet? And then you, like, start to dig to find something wrong. So you're sabotaging yourself that way. Yeah. Because you're like, it's too good to, too good to be true. Okay, yeah. so what? what's wrong? Yeah. So then you, like, start to look for it and, like, f- try to find something and then make it even to a bigger picture than what it is. Mm-hmm. It's easier to n- not get hurt than it is to get hurt. So, like, if you're in control of that, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it. But 
I don't want that. Like, I want to, it's something I'm working on and currently, like, I struggle with that. Mm -hmm. Because, like you've said before, is like, if you don't take the risk, you're never going to know. But I think also, like, if you're not being, being vulnerable and they are, they're realizing you're not opening up. Mm -hmm. So they're like, why be around someone who's not even going to, like, not entertain you, but, like, be on that same level of the vulnerability that you both have and, like, talking about your experiences in your life and having something to relate to. So I feel like you're sabotaging in that aspect because if you did open Mm -hmm. up, they may have stuck around. Right. Well, that, you know, the last couple of years, that's how I always was. I was very guarded. I always had my walls up. It was my protection barrier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year or so, it's been the polar opposite where I'm like, here I am. What you in? Tell you everything. Put it on the table. Mm-hmm. In that aspect. But then, you know still keeping my feet fully in i mean it's not like you have to be 100 percent vulnerable it's like being vulnerable at the right times mm-hmm. like talking about certain things in that moment like people don't need to know 100 percent everything mm-hmm. about you but no it's like you need to be vulnerable to talk about it with them if you see a few like a potential future right. with them I think people are fearful because if that's all they've known, they don't know anything else. They don't know how to do anything else. Mm-hmm. So I th- that fear stops them from learning something new. Yeah. I mean, you know, the dating world is scary and, you know, putting yourself out there is scary. But more so when you actually find somebody and you start to really connect with them and you start talking and getting to know them. That's when, like, shit gets real. Mm-hmm. you're like okay now i need to make a decision am i going to continue forward with like getting to know this person and being more vulnerable and real and raw and not entertaining everybody else or am i going to continue my old ways and entertain everybody else still not put everything forth in this one individual because you still live in fear base that you know something's good bad's gonna happen it's just not gonna work out or will I learn to take that chance, take that risk? This is worth exploring and, like, this is worth getting to know and, like, taking that chance to, yeah, it might not work out, but if it doesn't work out, at least I tried. Mm-hmm. And at least you're honest. So it's like, I was vulnerable and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, do you see it as more like, oh, if I'm vulnerable, that's wrong. Like, I should, like... If stuff doesn't work out and I was vulnerable, I'm like, well, shit, there we go. Well, like, it, we have expectations of, like, how we expect things to be in the dating world or in any aspect of life. And when your expectations aren't met, mm-hmm. you get let down, you get hurt. Mm-hmm. And it all has to do with, like, well, I was vulnerable. So if I wasn't vulnerable, then this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Okay. If I am vulnerable and that happens. I'll be okay. At least, like, I took the chance because, like... I, at this point in my life, rather take the risk, Mm -hmm. experience it, than to not take in the chance and be like, oh, what could have been? The what ifs. It could have been the greatest experience of my life. Or it could be utter failure. But at least if I fail, I will know I tried it. Mm -hmm. Or it could be a combination. It could be the greatest experience and it still failed. And you're like, that was one of the best relationships I've ever had or experienced and then you can look at it and be like it still failed so like why did it but you're looking back and being like I was vulnerable and it 
didn't work out. And then your next relationship, you're vulnerable and it worked out. Yeah. It's a learning experience and I feel like you have to be willing to take the risk. Yeah. But if you're constantly self-sabotaging without really even knowing it, how are you ever going to like succeed or move forward really or getting to know like that person or the opportunity that can come with dating that person? Mm -hmm. I feel like one of the things I have to really ask myself is like, why am I afraid or of getting hurt? Like, what is it about getting hurt? Am I so afraid of? Yeah. And that's a question for everybody. Like that feels the same exact way. Like, oh, I'm self-sabotaging. Here we go again. It's like, why are you so afraid? Yeah. And I feel like that's probably going to be different for everybody. And it can mean something different to each person in any area of their life, even, you know, relationships with their friends or coworkers or family. Mm -hmm. Me specifically, I notice I do in the dating world. Mm -hmm. I always have. I don't know if maybe it's more so a control issue in the sense that I feel like then I'm in control of the situation. Oh, yeah. But it goes in line with being self, like, you know part of self-sabotaging for myself I noticed that I'm always looking for that self-validation I'm seeking that validation mm-hmm. and when I don't get it then I'm like mm, fine they don't think I'm good enough okay whatever bye and we did just do an episode of self-validation yeah. so if you need to know more about that tune into that episode <laughs> yeah. full circle there <laughs> but that's good because everything connects it all connects where mm-hmm. the self-validation that you're feeling happens in or like it occurs into this Mm self-sabotage so if you're working on the self-validation you're working through that that'll help you work through the self-sabotage and it's like why are you so afraid why are you feeling this way like what are you trying to change to not make you self-sabotage so like what are you doing now that okay you acknowledged it you asked your question so what are you trying to change? Not saying that you did because you're still working yeah. on it. So what are you working on Setting now? Setting boundaries is one of the things Ooh, I've noticed. That one's good. Like by not entertaining others, like you have to set boundaries in place. Yeah. Because like if you're so used to having like different options and talking to different people and all of a sudden like you're like, no, I'm interested in this one person and we're going to see where things go. You have to have boundaries in place. You have to have those conversations with those other people because if not... It, you're just repeating the same cycle. And as scary as those conversations are to set those yes. boundaries, it's healthy for you to do so. Yeah. Because they're not on the fence. You're not on the fence. Well, I think they know what I mean. And then they, like, do something. You're like, I thought we were on the same page here. Hey. Well, part of those conversations are also then realizing and admitting your own feelings. Mm-hmm. How you yeah. feel towards a specific person then. Mm, yes because there you know was an example of that came up with a person that like i've been seeing and a friend of mine mentioned how well you wouldn't drive to see me and i was closer yep (laughs) and that was kind of like an eye opener of well because yeah like you said you knew how you felt but then you didn't and then you realizing, like... By my actions without mm-hmm. realizing it. But, like, you're making him a priority. You're like, wow, I do care about him. Mm-hmm. He's 
part of my life like I want to make him part of my life a priority right. so I will drive for you yeah you're a friend not so much like yeah. <laughs> and then it's not you don't it's not something intentionally mm-hmm. you try but just I feel like just it kind of just happens mm-hmm. and there's like that instant clarification that just holy shit aha moment okay <laughs> mm-hmm. but then for you you know you're not gonna drive like for anybody you're not just going to like do that yeah it's like who you or like the people that matter the most to you Mm -hmm. you're willing to go out of your way right and that was a big realization for me and like after realizing that it's making me not want to self-sabotage because clearly there's something there more Mm -hmm. that's worth i think him saying that to you kind of set that boundary well you wouldn't well that should be your that your boundary like hey i won't do like you like that should have them realize oh she doesn't feel that way but sometimes they don't see it that way so that's where clear communication comes Mm -hmm. into play because you're like you're realizing it you're like oh i wouldn't do that for anybody now let's like let's have that boundary set let's make sure we know that boundary is set on both like both sides Mm -hmm. me and him and then make sure we're on the same page because yeah. I think, too, when you do have a lot of close friends, like, you you don't want to lose the friendships. You don't want to jeopardize them. But at the same time, you have to be sure that you're kind of on the same page so that no one's getting hurt in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, someone's always going to get hurt, yeah. though. Because essentially, like, one person doesn't feel the same as the other. Yeah. Which is never easy. No. That's part of taking the chance, though putting yourself out there then it sucks to be on that end where they don't feel the same <laughs> like oh really mm-hmm. but i'm so much fun the greatest love of my life and the worst pain of my life mm-hmm. all combined into one <sighs> double-edged sword mm-hmm. sucks but you le- like you learn so much and i think everybody will be better off mm-hmm. if you be honest with how you feel towards them and you know like then everybody knows you know what I mean rather than this guessing it's like yeah I'd rather have them hurt knowing I don't feel the same way than being like well maybe they do yeah it's never easy having that conversation being the bad guy no but I I think also like it kind of like there's this unrequited love that you can have like I have unconditional love for certain people mm-hmm. and I would and you always will and I always will there are people in my life relationships in my life that I've had that I like I still care about them to this day and I would literally drop anything for them and I highly doubt they would do the same thing for I me. think that's where it hurts what that part where like you know how you still feel and how you feel for them, like you care for them, and how mm-hmm. what you would do, but you know in return they wouldn't. Yeah. Well, that you know that of. That you know of. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's hard because you're like, well, I would. I would do everything. I would drive, like, halfway across the country for them. And would they do that for me, though? It's a good question. I think we always say it in every episode. It's like, but that says more about you than it does them. Mm-hmm. And it shows your character way more than it does them. And then if you're willing to set those boundaries, that says more about you. Because you're like, no, this is healthy for right. me and I need to do this. 
because I know if I don't, then there's going to be problems down the road because I'm not clear enough and you're and I could potentially jeopardize my future relationship without even realizing yeah. it, thinking I already set that boundary. No, you didn't. And I'm sure we've all been there before because I know I have. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to do without even realizing it. Yeah. So is there anything else that you're working on to not self-sabotage? Or did no. we cover it all? I just talk to you about it when I'm, like, about on edge, about to, like, freak out and be like, all right, I can't do this anymore. Bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Gary. But see, like, I guess for me, it's like I can see. Different. A different perspective because you're the outsider. Yes, I'm the, I'm the outsider looking in. <laughs> yeah. I think I can see the potential if, okay, if you self-sabotage, this is what could happen. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that, like, thinks of 50 different yes. scenarios and gives them you, all you of you. And I say, good luck, have fun. Because yeah. I'm not choosing for you. No. That's not okay. But it's like I can see how this will happen if you if you so choose to right. self-sabotage. I'm like, why are you still talking to them? That type of thing. Yeah. And if you're not, I'm like, are you still talking? Did you set that boundary? Because according to what you told me, they said, I'm like, are you <laughs> sure? Because I don't think it's very clear. <laughs> But at this, but you know what I mean. Like that's helping Call you. Call me out my bullshit, <laughs> girl. I will. I <laughs> no, did. You do. I have done, and will continue to yep. do mm-hmm. until you be like, "All right, enough of the bullshit." <laughs> I'd be like, and "Then what do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> what would we talk about if we didn't have my bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> right. Entertainment. Oh, I know. I think too it's like okay you see these different scenarios of what could potentially happen which one would you want to happen do you want to self-sabotage probably not not anymore i don't i realize that it's worth to take that chance it really is Mm -hmm. because in the end i feel like you're ultimately hurting yourself well just came to me it's like when you really think about it how often do you really find somebody that piques your interest? Mm. That's actually worthy and long term. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how often do you find somebody that's not going to just fill that void for a day, a week, two months, three months, but you can see actually going a lot longer and further? Like, actually, is worth your time and wanting to get to know. Wait, wait, wait. You said fill that self void. We're not filling voids here because you need to be whole on your own. So backtrack it. Backtrack it. So like how often do you actually find somebody that's worthy of your time? And like worthy of you sharing your life with or wanting to share part of your life with? It's few and far between. Right. So when you find that one person that you're like, I can actually see like really great potential here. Why would you want to screw that up over like four maybes? That are, like, indecisive and don't know what the fuck they want and just are, like, little puppets. Because they're desperate and you want to settle and you're like, I'll take anything at this point. <laughs> Which goes point, like, back into, like, self-sabotage, essentially. It's like... Yeah. Ah! Uh, and then nothing. Like... You're making a good point because it's like, I'd rather waste my time on something that we're, like... What did you just say? Oh my gosh, I can't even think. But like what you just said, it's like I'd rather waste my time on someone that you is enjoy. worthy of it, your time. Yeah, it's that worthy of the investment. Yeah, all of that versus over the four 
maybes where right. you're like mm, there's something i just yeah i don't know like you're questioning it it's right. like i'd rather be like absolutely yes let's ch- take this chance over this like well we'll see what happens and i feel like that's kind of where i'm at in my life now where i'm like you know what it's not often you actually find somebody who's worthy of that so why not take the risk mm-hmm. put all the eggs in the basket see where it goes so what's the takeaway is that the takeaway for our listeners yeah like when you if you find something that makes you happy in anything stop self-sabotaging like really just ask yourself why are you self-sabotaging mm-hmm. like what is the, the root of it for you yeah because there's so much greater to come out of it if you just stop self-sabotaging you never you'll never know if it was worth that risk or not mm-hmm. and even if it wasn't you're like hey i'm still proud of myself for, you took it you did yeah you, you took taking the that risk and you did it absolutely yay yeah i feel like that's with like anything in general like life work career like mm-hmm. stop self-sabotaging like you are holding yourself back at the root of it only you are responsible for the course of like your path only you can prevent forest fires <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> literally what popped in my yogi head here. <laughs> sorry yeah. channeling my inner yogi <laughs> well thanks for listening guys yeah it was a very intense episode but a, a little good chaotic one. you know i mean would you expect anything less from a shit show <laughs> So I'm the vibe. She's a chaos. <laughs> if you haven't gotten the gist yet. <laughs> all right. Don't forget to like, follow, and share us on all social media. And also subscribe mm-hmm. and leave us a rating on Apple. Yes. We would love to hear your feedback so we can improve our content for you guys. Exactly. Much I'm love. Carrie. I'm Christina. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week as we unravel another story that didn't meet our expectations.